Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Dublin-born, Austria-raised, Boston-based jazz bassist Kiara Moser. She talked at length about her 2023 CD, Blind, So What? As a professional bassist and someone who has been blind since birth, her identity has shaped her unique journey through life and music in a profound way. The songs on this new album explore topics such as the art of memorizing, spatial sense for orientation, trusting others, and the different perceptions that blind people have on the world. We explore this new work and her very interesting life. Enjoy. Great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> you bet. So before we get into the new album, I'm curious as a musician and an artist, how did you survive the last three and a half years? How did you get through COVID and, and how has it changed you now? Um, well, I guess COVID for me was kind of uh, possible to survive because I was still a student um, at that time. And it's pretty funny because actually I was at Berkeley one semester before COVID happened. So I was in Boston, but I decided to go back because I had, I, I was in the undergrad like studies at Berkeley, but I had applied for like a master's program at the Global Jazz Institute. And so I wanted to wait, wait it out for one semester which was exactly the semester in which COVID happened. So I made like a decision uh, seeming like my, um, you know, my intuition was right. (laughs) So I was like at home in Austria at the time where it happened. And so I was still enrolled like as a student there as well. And there's pretty good financial support from the government, which made me pretty much get through those times. Um, and then when I went to Berkeley, like in spring 21, where COVID was still a thing, but not like super bad, um, I I also still kind of had like some support from my parents as I was studying. So, so that's how it kind of worked out for me. And then there were also like a lot of funds by the Austrian government that I could apply for. Um, yeah, and how did it change me? Actually, I think it changed me in terms of technology. Like I feel... I uh, I really spent a lot of time figuring out ways to communicate outside of just being with people. And I think it actually globalized me in a way that now it doesn't really matter who you work with because the person can be in L.A., the person can be in Norwegian. Like, you can actually, you know, work together with everybody because um, there are ways to work around it. Um, yeah, so I guess that's the main thing that changed but also the appreciation of social, you know, social life that I was really missing at, at some point during COVID. So talk to me a little bit about this new album, Blind So What? Talk to me about how, talk to me a little bit about the title. Talk to me a little bit about how that came about and how you artistically constructed this new project. So... Um, the title is is actually interesting where it came from. So, because I was raised in a very like um, positive and like optimistic environment, um, I have two younger brothers. The youngest is also blind, and um, I was born in Ireland. My mom is Irish, but I also I was raised in Austria. Like I moved to Austria when I was four, and um, my parents both worked on the cruise ships for fifteen years. So they're like both like very international and like very open to, you know, new things. And I guess that's what helped them when they um, had two blind children. 
Um, so they really raised us in a way that we were like encouraged to try out things uh, because the thing is, as a blind person, you don't automatically want to try things because you don't see them happening in front of you. Like probably, you know, when, when you see like a sighted child sees something and it's like, oh my God, I want to do this. Um, but as a blind child, you don't have that. So you kind of have to be exposed to the experiences. And my parents always did that. And that's why I was always like also exposed to a very inclusive environment because it was very important for them to, for me to go to like normal schools and, um, you know, normal sports clubs and all of those things. And so for me, like since I'm little, there has always been no excuse, um, of like living a normal life and doing what I want to do. So I guess the the slogan since I'm little has always been blind so what? Um and also it's funny cuz my dad wanted to he was like filming a lot of stuff when we were children and he was always kind of like dreaming of creating this movie called Blind na und which means blind so what in German. Uh so yeah. <laughs> um that's also kind of like part of the inspiration for for the title um and the second question you said was like coming to the album like how it developed and stuff or yeah i mean it, it, this is your debut album correct yeah so it's a pretty big deal you know that's your initial shout into the jazz world so i guess just kind of generally getting a feel about how the debut feels and how you feel the the, the, the final product came out um well, I guess the um the debut the de- debut um for me um has been something that I've been wanting to do since I guess the last 5 years or something. Um but I haven't really like it took me a while to do it because um at first, you know, in Austria I didn't necessarily have like the resources that I needed. And then when I came here, I saw that, like, when I came to Boston or to the U.S., I saw, like, there are so many people doing what they're doing, um, which is great. But also, it makes it, like, more challenging to really find your own voice um, that also you're satisfied with. So, for me, um, it took me, like, some time to process like what I wanted to do musically because um especially through my studies at like the Berkeley Global Jazz Institutes I felt like if I wanted to put something out there <clears throat> it had to be like combined with what I do as a person and not only as a musician um because I think that's what makes me unique because when people call me on gigs um it's because they want my artistic voice and they want my whole personality coming to the table so for me it was clear that I wanted to connect it with uh, being blind but I didn't know how the heck to like bring that into music which was definitely something that the Global Jazz Institute really helped me with so yeah I guess um, it was really honestly a great uh, process to find out how I wanted to connect being blind with being a musician and how I could like help the world with that um, or help the society, no matter if that's like blind people or sighted people or musicians or non-musicians. 
um, I've found that everybody finds the story like, yeah, very interesting. And um, I feel like really, really grateful for all of the reactions I've gotten to the album until now. And honestly, it's been it's been going really, really well. So what are you ultimately hoping the listener gets from this album? Um, so I'm hoping that they get an idea of like my, um, my artistry as a bassist, like my playing, um, and what I want to, uh, deliver when I, when I play bass, when I play music on the bass, but also that they kind of get an idea of my, like, um, artistic voice in terms of like how my music sounds, um, and also, um, of what I want to, the message that I want to deliver, like the inclusive message about uh, blindness, that there's so much more to like having a disability and that it's actually not really a disability, but it's more a characteristic and that there are so many interesting parts about it um, that should be actually put into the foreground more than just the disability itself because for people of course like for sighted people of course it's a disability to be blind but for me it's not because I'm living with it 24-7 and that's what the people forget like people uh, see more when they see me they kind of think they're living in in my you know role of they're suddenly being blind and they don't know how to deal with it but actually like I'm living with it all the time so I can, you know, I can deal with it and I'm used to like all of the, um, like all of the skills that I have to develop and all of the precautions that I have to take. So basically what I'm trying to say is like, um, yeah, uh, it's just like another point of view that I wanted people to see about disability as well. Um, but of course the music comes first for me and like that's the main part about the album, and um, yeah. Well said, yeah. And I'm curious, how did this journey into the jazz begin for you? Who were early influences, and how did all this begin? Um, so actually, my main segue into jazz was, I would say, like funk and fusion music. Um, I kind of see myself a little bit connected to, uh, because one of my biggest mentors is Jean Paritucci, and um, he also had, like, the same way, like, he started playing electric bass, and actually playing all of those, like, funk, funky kind of stuff, and for me, it was kind of similar, um, I, I started actually, well, the only difference is that my first instrument was the violin, and then I started bass when I was only, like, 14, 15, when we needed a bass player in the band. And I started to play um, in a funk band. Um, and afterwards, the guitarist of the funk band, he actually started a trio with me and a drummer where we started playing uh, fusion stuff like um, Scott Henderson and Guthrie Govan uh, and all of those kind of guitar player things that are kind of like groovy. And then I started visiting... Um, we have something in Austria that like we call big band workshops where you play um, in a big band for the whole week and in the morning you have like private instruction. So that's where I kind of started playing more like jazz and 
like complex music. And then like from there, I got to know a lot of people and started playing with them in their projects and playing jazz with those people. And then I decided that I wanted to study because I really enjoyed uh, playing bass, not only jazz, but like everything connected to the instrument, like every kind of style of music. And then, um, yeah, I decided to start studying in Vienna and then um, destiny brought me to Boston. (laughs) That's wonderful. So in this process of being a professional musician, what do you look forward to the most? What, what gets you out of bed? What gets you motivated? What do you like the best about this process? Um, I think the most inspiring thing for me about music, of course, first of all, is the music itself, but also the community. Um, because I feel like music has given me access to the community that I live in right now like to all my friends, um, to all my collaborators and mentors. And honestly, besides learning incredible things musically, I've learned so much personally, um, and I've been able to grow and develop so many things, like in and outside of music, that I think that is the most inspiring thing for me. And also um, that the cultural thing that music connects us like culturally so much and that is to me really inspiring and also that I can actually get to know different cultures through music like for example tomorrow I'm playing um, a gala with some South African friends and I've been learning like like 20 South African tunes and it's been really really inspiring to spend time with that kind of music but then also when you play the music with those people you actually get to know the culture and the community. So for me, that's something really, really inspiring. So you've mentioned live music. Um, talk to me a little bit about any any shows that, that are centered around the release of this album or anything that's up and coming for you um, that, that people should know about. Um, so the main thing that I just did right now was like an Austria tour in like multiple venues around Austria, like Corgi and Bess, Jazzit, and like a bunch of those venues. And uh, it's been great. Like nearly all the shows have been sold out. Um, and I am planning to do a U.S. tour um, probably next, like late spring 24. Um, but it's not like the dates are not fixed yet, but it's definitely on the way. Um, yeah, and else from that, um, there's nothing like really coming up with my project, but definitely the tour is on the way and I'm trying to get into some festivals, uh, for summer next year, possibly. So that's what's most probably going to happen. So I want to end all of this on a triumphant note. Why do you love jazz? Wow. Um, that's a pretty deep question. Um, I love jazz because it's so much more than what people assume that jazz is. Like, it's so much more than, like, elevator music. <laughs> because a lot of people, you know, who are not musicians, they kind of see themselves in an elevator or a bar when they hear jazz. But for me, jazz is so much more... Jazz is exploring and expanding 
and creating and um yeah and and also jazz is about the process for me and about growing and developing new things and uh finding new places and also jazz is about community and also jazz is something that everybody can in my opinion define for themselves as well like it's such a big um topic and such a big deep like pool that we can dive into and i think there's so much to come and so much to find and i'm really excited to see where jazz will be going in the next you know years or decades so if anyone wants to pick up blind so what where's the best place to go learn more about you your your calendar anything about your world where can they go so the best thing is to go um to my social media um which is uh my Instagram is Moser Sierra written together um I can send you that maybe if you don't mind maybe I can send I can send you a text with my social media handles sure. um and then um also the album is available on all streaming platforms like Spotify Apple Music Amazon Deezer everything title and so on um and i do sell cd's at the concerts so if anybody wants a cd then i am very happy to um yeah have those ready um on the upcoming tour that's going to be announced on my social media channels so if anybody wants to stay updated then it's probably best to do that there and yeah i'll also send you a link to my youtube channel Wonderful. This has been great. Thank you so much for your story. Thank you for your music and best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Joe. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and tuning into another Neon Jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Dublin, Austria, Boston, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.